Good morning. Welcome to another mini Monday episode of Crime Over Coffee. We're your host. I'm Abby. And I'm Erica. Today, I'm going to be discussing identity theft with you guys. So grab your blended Java and let's dive in. Identity theft is often referred to as the fastest growing crime in America, and anyone can become a victim of identity theft, including the newborns and the deceased. In 1998, U.S. Congress passed an act called the Identity Theft Assumption and Deterrence Act, or the ITADA, and this is when identity theft actually became labeled as a crime. The definition according to that act is saying that it's unlawful for a person who knowingly transfers or uses without lawful authority a means of identification of another person with the intent to commit or to aid and abet any unlawful activity that constitutes a violation of federal law or that constitutes a felony under any applicable state or local law. Hey, Erico, you want to give us that in uh, English? Yeah, it's the longest definition of anything I've ever heard, but that's how they define it. So basically, it is illegal to steal somebody's identity or to pretend to be somebody that you're not in a any sort of like legal manner. I mean, if I walked up to a friend and said I was Abby, not illegal. But if I walked into a bank and said, hey, I'm Abby Marshall, give me my money, then, you know illegal jokes on you (laughs) i don't got any (laughs) probably try somebody else but still in 2001 so three years after it became a crime there were over 86,000 complaints filed about identity theft and that's compared to 11,000 in the year that it became a crime start with 11 and then went up to over 86,000 i couldn't even find a number of where it's at now i'm assuming it's outrageous I feel like with technology and its ever-increasing abilities, that it's probably getting worse. Oh, absolutely. So, question. If someone were to, like, catfish with you on, like, a social media platform, is that kind of identity theft in the eyes of the law? Or is that not something that's been passed yet? I mean, it's a dick move, but I don't think it's illegal. I think that that's something that needs to have more information behind it before it can become illegal, I guess. So there are eight types of theft that I'm going to briefly go into. There is financial identity theft. It means one of two things, that the victim's bank account and credit cards were accessed and used illegally, or that the victim's identity is being used to take out loans or to start new credit cards. And I think that that's probably one that we hear about frequently because people can like get your credit card information when they see you in the store. Oh, yeah. I remember in high school having like hour long seminars about how people can take your identity and sign up for credit cards and they really instill it into your brain. They do. <laughs> Which, I mean, valid. It's good. But as a, I remember being in a, as a high schooler, just being like, oh, my God, when's lunch? <laughs> and I never realized how many people it actually happens to until I got older. And then when I, so when I was in college studying criminal justice, there were a lot of people in my criminal justice class that had had their identity stolen. And so one of my classes, we actually all did a like a credit check just to make sure none of us had our identity stolen, like that we didn't already know about. I can think of like a handful of people off the top of my head who have had issues with like their debit or credit cards where 
they find out someone it had been linked or used somewhere else and they have to you know cancel it and get a new one it happens a lot it does and then you get those like notifications or you see it come out in the news where this establishment got hacked and they now have the information of all the people who've used a credit card in there between between this date and this date oh yeah i remember a couple years back target having a big one of those where everything got hacked and they're like if you shopped at target in the past however many months or years or whatever you should probably check your card Mm -hmm. another one is driver's license identity theft so this is something that can kind of the driver's license can be used for a lot of different things so they can be sold off to other people that like look similar for fake ids or they could be used if that person is pulled over and uses that ID as like their own ID. They just like changed the picture to look like themselves. And the person like it would be under that name. And so then they wouldn't have to like show up in court or pay any of the charges for having been pulled over or for any charges that they have. It would also go on the driving record of the victim, whoever the ID originally belonged to, which can cause a whole lot of issues. Another one is criminal identity theft. So this would be where if the new owner of the ID would to commit a crime of some sort kind of falls in with the driver's license, then they would use the ID to give a fake identity. Social security identity theft. We've heard about that one a lot. Identity thieves use the social security number to steal benefits from the victim. So they can basically use that to do anything i mean you have your social security card you can take out credit cards and loans and all of these different things and if you do it just right you could be as rich as sam and dean and supernatural but i don't recommend it another is medical identity theft so that's basically where they just use your information for health insurance and medical coverage and like make false claims which really just screws you over and then insurance identity theft kind of falls in with the same thing child identity theft once again i mean as a child you don't really think that your identity is going to be stolen but their child's information social security number can be used for like applying for houses and like i've heard of that one so many times where people have like kids have their identity stolen and then when they get to the age of like 18 or college or whatever they go to like apply for stuff and they're like oh well you have like three houses in states that you don't live in and they're like what yeah i can imagine that's probably one people could lean towards because they're not the kids and their families probably aren't going to find out about it for a good amount of time exactly the mystery has been solved here at crime over coffee our go-to caffeinated beverage for every episode is fire department coffee and you can get some as well and save 15 percent with our exclusive coupon code crimepod15 owned and operated by firefighters and veterans 10 percent of all their proceeds go directly to helping sick and injured first responders and with an incredible range of flavors and caffeine strength, it's a company that all of us can easily support. So please go to firedeptcoffee.com and use our coupon code CRIMEPOD15 to support us, support them, help first responders, and get some incredibly tasty coffee along the way. And then the last one is synthetic identity theft. So it's basically where they take several different victims' identities and kind of combine them together to make this new identity. I mean, it really kind of screws one person over more because they're using different people's names and birth dates and all this stuff to make one person. But the one with the social security is probably getting screwed over the most. If your driver's license has been stolen, you're probably also getting screwed over a lot because 
if they're like, especially if they're racking up like criminal charges in your name. So I actually have a story about a girl whose identity was stolen. So her name was Axton Betts Hamilton, and she found out that she had her identity had stolen, but she didn't know like what had happened. But she did know that her mom and dad had been victims of identity theft 20 years prior. So she just assumed like that person followed the line and just went for the next person and stole her identity as well. But shortly after her mother passed away, her dad ended up finding a box in the attic. And this box had 12 year old credit card statements in his daughter's name. But the card was issued in the wife's name. So her mother stole her identity and used it. And they ended up finding out that she had done it to her father as well. So it was Axton, her dad, and then her grandfather all had their identity stolen by her. Which is just insane to me. Damn, Ma. I know. The trail that they found led to 20 years worth of stuff that they could find. And I just, it's crazy to me that you'd think you'd be able to... I don't know, trust your mom, I guess. But I'm going to go through just a few clues that somebody has stolen your identity. Just things to keep an eye out for. So if you see withdrawals from your bank account that you can't explain. If you stop getting your bills or your other mail for some reason. If people are refusing your checks when you know you should have money in the bank. When debt collectors call you about debts that aren't yours, including like medical bills. If you find unfamiliar accounts or charges on your credit report, which is one where like people recommend you check your credit report at least once a year just to make sure. If you find out that a health plan won't cover you because your medical records show a condition that you don't have. Or if the IRS notifies you that more than one tax return was filed in your name or that you have income from an employer and you don't work for them. So those are just a few things to look out for. I know this episode was a little bit different than like typical crime, but identity theft is a crime just as much as other things are and i just wanted you guys to kind of know what to look out for we would also like to bring awareness to a missing 15 year old girl from indianapolis indiana her name is leslie martin and she went missing on june 22nd 2020 police believe that she is still in the local area so if you have seen her or have any information about her disappearance you can call the national center for missing and exploited children at 1-800- 843-5678 or you can call the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department at 1-317-327-3811 and we will of course have a photo of her posted on our social media. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Crime Over Coffee. You can find us on Instagram at Crime Over Coffee or on Facebook at Crime Over Coffee Podcast where all of our photo and video content for each episode can be found. You can also email us your thoughts and case suggestions at crimeovercoffeepod at outlook.com. Also, all of our sources can be found in the show notes of each episode. If you would like, you can support us by going to anchor.fm slash crimeovercoffee. Donations are greatly appreciated and assist in making the podcast possible. Other ways to support us include recommending us to friends and family, giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and subscribing to us on your favorite podcast listening medium. So again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.